0: Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of FutureForwardSales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go.
1: Today, we have Scott B with us today of My Business on Purpose. How are you, Scott?
2: Doing great, Gabby. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. So happy to have you on here. And so, please just tell us about who you are and what your company
2: does. Yeah, so uh, we actually uh, we're business on purpose. We do one thing, pretty straightforward, pretty focused. That we liberate business owners from their chaos, so they can spend uh, less time putting out fires and constantly throwing Hail Mary's and they can spend more time on doing the things that matter most.
1: Absolutely. So, what kind of chaos are we talking about here specifically? As we know, there can be a lot of different ones. What ones you maybe specifically help? Well, us
2: any with? yeah, any of the audience that's listening who are business owners. Um, These are the ones that they wake up, in fact, if they ever went to sleep, because most nights they're spending uh, invoicing, bookkeeping, reconciling, uh, figuring out project uh, management snafus and those sorts of things. And so a lot of these things go awry because that's what happens in business is business is a, a long stream of not only going towards a vision, but also helping to correct things along the way to make sure that everything's flowing well aligned with your mission. And so any of those things, as it relates to four major systems in every business, administratively, operationally, sales, and marketing. And so what we do is we come in it, we come at it from a principle-based standpoint instead of a strategic base. Strategy is great, it's neat, um, but the, the field that we play on is the principle-based. So whether you're selling ice cream or you're building houses or you're, um, you're, you're hanging sheetrock, it doesn't matter what you're doing, and what the product or service is that you're offering. Um, these foundational principles of how to actually build a business, those are the things that we're locked in on.
1: Okay. And so how did you get into that? It sounds like it's coming from a personal experience kind of situation.
2: Yeah. So there's, you know, life is a string of connected kind of broken events. And so throughout uh, my coming up, uh, spent my background as an Large multinationals, very small non governmentals. So it's a mix of, of a variety of different organizational setups, um, some for profit, some non for profit. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, one thing stayed uh, steady the entire time, and it's the necessity of an incredibly detailed vision story or vision layout. This isn't a sentence or a paragraph. I'm talking about multi pages mm-hmm. of, of a snapshot of the destination of whatever that organizational leader sees, business owner, non profit leader. And so as I started to see that, and in some cases, leaders really owning that, and in other cases, leaders not succumbing to it at all, Mm -hmm. you start to realize the vitality of it. And uh, so we began to put that together in the different organizations that we worked in. And about six years ago, at the time of this recording, um, we started business on purpose because of a real need that business owners had because they were starting their businesses, uh, but they had really bad bosses Mm -hmm. themselves. And, um, they were tired of kind of being slaved to this business and really wanted to build something that not only would serve them and their families, but other families as well.
1: Absolutely. And so how do you then kind of create fresh opportunities to then best serve your customers? So obviously there's kind of different com- like consultants and everything like that. What is the difference for you?
2: Yeah, Gabby, one of the things and I wish uh, part of me is tempted to make this much more complex than it actually is. Mm-hmm. The reality is, is that when we a pain point, a challenge, um, a principle, something that's there, that's been there for thousands of years that we sort of look back, research, understand, harness that, and then implant that into the day-to-day uh, of the business owners. Things like delegation, things like classic old org chart, structure, those mm-hmm. sort of things. We even look at the human body and look at the human body and realize, wow, the human body is actually structured in a series of systems, mm-hmm. an endocrine system, the skeletal system. And so if a body you know, incredibly complex organization, organism is operating that way. Why wouldn't a business operate that way, that way as right. well? Mm-hmm. And so, as we're looking through those lenses, uh, just last week we built a hiring compensation calculator that came out of a need that a client had because we were tired of seeing our clients hire people and just guessing as to what pay, what to pay them. Mm-hmm. So we actually built a calculator. So they still have to use some intuition, but now they've got some objectivity to go along with it.
1: And so I want to go back to what you mentioned in the previous question about, like you said, writing out the vision. How important is it to have the vision, the idea, everything just on paper, something that you can see rather than just jumbled up in your mind?
2: got a call yesterday from a, um, a home builder uh, who'd got my name from a, a mutual contact and called and he said, hey, I'm interested in having you come out and speak to retreat and those sorts of things. We don't do a ton of those. We do some. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they sort of have to fall within a very specific scope, uh, for what we do. And as we got to talking, he was using the verbiage, Gabby, that you're just using now vision, mission, values, all those things. And so in my head, I start to find myself nodding in agreement, but fortunately I stopped kind of backed up and I said, Hey, just curious when you say vision, is that actually written down somewhere? And he's like, no, 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 but we talk about it all the time. And the reality is I heard this one time and we've adopted it since is if it's not written down, it doesn't exist. And I could even go so far as to say, if it's not written down in detail, where people all throughout the organization can grab it Mm -hmm. and make it their own, then it's not reality. And so you can talk about the buzz phrases of the vision, mission, values, et cetera, all you want. But the reality is you need people to own it. Um, And by owning it, what we mean is talking about it repetitiously. So every two months, our team gets together for one hour, solely devoted on me literally reading back through our four-page vision. And I just read it from top to bottom every two months. Now, we talk intentionally about our mission and our values at, well, usually every day informally, but once a week at our team meeting, Mm -hmm. we bring up specifically our mission and values. Those things not only have to be written down, but they have to be on repeat in the regular conversation Mm -hmm. in set times throughout the organizational life.
1: And so for the vision, is that something that can be altered or shifts at all throughout the process? Or it's something where it's like, this is kind of the foundation of what we always should keep as our roots.
2: Yeah, wow, what a good question. So what we've found is the vision is really never more than about 90 to 95% complete um, because we've never been there. And so I could tell you, hey, I want to go to Des Moines, Iowa. I've never been there, but I want to tell you that it's kind of this, I think it looks like this, there's these attributes. The closer I get, I can tweak it. So about once a quarter, We tweak our vision. We don't do wholesale changes unless we're having a real sort of introspective soul level heart look. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, we want to be very cautious of that. Uh, We want these visions to be very in depth because we've just spread it to the entire organization, which is why we need to take our time writing them down, is Mm -hmm. because you're about to infect the entire organization with this very detailed written vision so that they can grab on. There's a good statement. It says, Write the vision down so those who read it may run. And so you're a runner. Uh, I've done my homework. I know you're a runner. And my son is a runner. He's about to go run at university next year. And um, he's kind of a middle distance to a distance runner. And here's what I know at every cross country meet, at every distance race on the track, whatever it is, there's always a very clear vision Mm -hmm. run around it this many times and get to that line before anybody else, Mm -hmm. you know, or Mm -hmm. based on times or whatever. It's very specific. And so can you imagine showing up to a track and field event and looking around and going hey where 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 do I you're I'm ready to run, run. <laughs> where do I go you're right. like oh no 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 just wherever you want to do like it mm-hmm. just doesn't work and I know it's a silly metaphor but that's actually what we do in business is we right. just hire people and we go hey what do we want to do and mm-hmm. so I'm literally standing in a side room of an events business Uh, one of the client of ours and member of ours. And they run an events, I mean, in their events room where they hold all of their stuff. And right out there is an event we're going to be having tomorrow with about a hundred people, probably about 20 different businesses, owners, and their key leaders in this one place. And the cool thing about what'll be in that room Mm -hmm. is that it will be a unified group of 20 business owners who are all adopting this mindset. They've all got written multi-page visions. Uh, They've got one sentence, less than 10 word mission statements, and they've all got very unique core values, no more than five in each business. And so when they come into a room, there's even a shared uh, vision with those businesses amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea of we want to be a business that's being liberated from chaos.
1: That's so powerful. And it's always such a great experience too, where you can bring so many like-minded people to just talk with each other, talk with each other and learn from each other.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We call it we call it positive peer pressure. So
1: okay, okay. We, we
2: actually have them do a 12-week plan uh, here at the at the event. So mm-hmm. first hour and a half of content. The last hour, they just sit around the tables with their teams while all the other teams are around them and they build out their next 12-week plan. We do these events every wow. 13 weeks. Okay. And so it is super, super cool to watch all of these businesses sort of feeling that pressure, mm-hmm. but a healthy pressure from other right. people. Um, and they're, And they're pushing each other the whole way.
1: Absolutely. Good. It sounds like something, obviously, that's like, oh, we'll do get to that later. We'll get to that later. And it's like, like you said, when you have that positive peer pressure, it's like, and you know, that kind of competitive drive we naturally have as business owners, like, okay, well, yeah. we got to get this done because other people are getting it done. Yeah,
2: they're doing it over there. Yeah. Don't you see? And we kind of sneak a peek over there. Um, but we have found it being one of the most healthy things that, you know, in coaching business owner, and this is for any business coaches listening, mm-hmm. you've got to create community of business owners. It's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, to just coach people sort of hit or miss here or there. You'll coach them for a while, there'll be good progress and you'll bring impact to their business. But man, when you put community in mm-hmm. place, that's jet fuel on these businesses and mm-hmm. they start to get this exponential return.
1: And that's such an important point as well because I think so much sometimes so much consultation can be based on like the business owner, the business owner, what they need to do, what they need to change. But he said, it's, it's a community. You're not running the business by yourself. And if you have a leader, but everyone else is lost- there's no progress anyways.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: And so where do you see your business going in the next few years? And what are your plans to make that vision happen?
2: Ah, Gabby, wouldn't that be awkward if I didn't have an answer for that question based on what we were just talking about with vision? So uh, two very clear things. One is we're in the process of taking our entire business model and we're going to put a franchise together for a certain niche. We're not at Mm -hmm. liberty to be able to talk about that just yet because we're going through the franchise process, but Uh, we are taking our business as a model for that. But for our business, what we call the boutique side of our business, the non-franchise side uh, with business on purpose uh, within the next three years, we currently have four coaches and we will be up to six uh, coaches within the next three years. Mm -hmm. And so we hire very slowly. Our average hiring process is about four months um, because we we really do try to practice what we preach. In fact, uh, our client here, when I walked in, they were in the midst of a hiring um, discussion with a new potential team member. And when she got done, she came downstairs and she just looked at me and I'm like, what's what's going on? She said, your freaking hiring process is so long. <laughs> <I'm> like, yes, <laughs> I know. But you'll thank me for it in six mm-hmm. and 12 and 18 months when you actually get along with that person right. and you like having them on the team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why we want to slowly just begin to continue to work our, our way up.
1: Absolutely. It's mini sprints for a marathon.
2: <laughs> hey, spoken like a true runner.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So before we go, tell us about your book as well.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I actually got one of those out of me a couple of years ago. It's called Let Your Business Burn. Stop putting out fires, discover purpose, and build a business that matters. Gabby, it takes everything we do in the coaching room and basically just put it in book form. So if if we never have the opportunity to coach somebody, They've got the bulk of our roadmap content. That's our foundational content, mm-hmm. all in the book, templates, everything's in there. And if they can take it and go do it themselves, then we cheer them on and go do it yourselves. And if they can't, just call us. We can help.
1: Perfect. And where can they go? Where can listeners go to get the book?
2: Mybusinessonpurpose.com. So if you go there, MyBusinessOnPurpose.com, you can get the book. Also, our podcast, we upload content on our podcast every week, our YouTube channel every week, a lot mm-hmm. of free content on there. And on the homepage, we actually answer the top seven most frequent questions. And the very first question is, how much does business coaching cost? We do not shy away from the hard questions right on the homepage of our website.
1: We love the transparency. And if any yeah. of want to connect with you personally?
2: Yeah, just head on over to our website or you can check me out on LinkedIn, Scott BB.
1: Perfect. Well, Scott BB, thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed listening to you.
2: Thanks, Gabby.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business, and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media, then go ahead and subscribe give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.